morning everyone. Hello, hello. Morning everyone, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. I hope you're all well, awesome, wherever you are. Good to see Grace got in first today, first uh, first Wealth Coffee Chatter. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for joining, Grace. Good morning to you, Alison. Yeah, last night was great. So good to hear from Dr. Andrew Wilson last night, folks. Um, if you don't already know or if you didn't attend last night, Make sure you catch up on the replay. We had Dr. Andrew Wilson, Australia's best property commentator, and um, yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's an interesting guy, and uh, also just cut through all the bull and talked about what's really going on out there. So uh, get hold of that if you haven't already, um, and um, make sure you check it out today. Good morning, Tim, Sonia. Love of my life. Hello, my love. Good to see you all on this morning for a wealth coffee chat. If you didn't already know, it was up there before. But uh, Jason Witten's my name. Thanks for joining me this morning. I'll be doing uh, wealth coffee chats for a few years now, two or three years. However, prior to that, I've been property investing for about 25 years, maybe a bit more, and uh, coaching property investors just like you for well over 20 and uh, along the way, learn a few things, what maybe you should do, what maybe you shouldn't do. Each morning we get together and have a little little moment, a little cup of coffee and talk about what is going on, what is going on. Uh, and, um, yeah, terrific Tuesday. What I thought I would continue to talk about because I didn't get a chance to fully do my conversation the other day and on the back of, you know, hearing from Dr. Andrew Wilson last night, uh, is this, uh, I told you so, rent boom, right? <laughs> yeah, it, listen, it's underway. It's significantly underway. And uh, I think, uh, well, I can see right now the second wave, the second wave of coming, and there's a couple of places that are going to benefit significantly from the second wave of rental activity uh, in the Australian market. And uh, I thought we might... Uh, maybe chat about those today those today so give us a shout out in the chat where you are what you're up to let us know Um, if you're brand new then uh, let us know you might have just joined our mentoring and coaching program awesome you might have have found us or been recommended to us so thanks for joining i hope you uh i hope you enjoy today we do this every day every morning at um at 8 10 or around about 8 10 i try and get on at 8 10 sometimes i start on time uh, but uh, and we usually try and finish at about about eight thirty, twenty minutes of wealth coffee chatting, so we can get our heads around, um, you know, what is going on, and make sure we continue to go forward. Got a couple of sayings: this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take time to build your portfolio, and uh, I think the easiest way to become wealthy with real estate is buy really well, buy something that's good that you're happy to own for a long time. Buy well and don't bloody sell. The rest of it is just mechanics. That is the high level thing, um, for as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, good morning and uh, good day to you. And there is uh, someone coming in from Kalanga. Good to see you, uh, Daniel. Big shout out to Andy Fenton. Yeah, he's a mad, uh, he's a mad kite surfer. Um, there you go. All right. Well, why don't we get into it? Why don't we? Uh, 
talk about what is going on and uh, have a little look at uh, you know the uh, the world of the world out there. And uh, most of you should have seen this or know about this already. You know, last night Dr. Andrew Wilson talked about you know the rent boom. Well, I've been talking about it for a long time. Most of you know about this, but here's the drill. Uh, one thing that I want to point out today. Um, and I want to sort of talk about this and what's going to drive this and, and probably the second wave of driving this right now is something that um, in here. So I want you to pay attention to this. You know, in the past 12 months, rents have surged to a record-breaking pace. Records. Yes, records for us as property investors. Not so great for people who are uh, the tenants, that is for sure. Um, that is, um, that's tough, tough cookies, tough, tough pickies. But at the end of the day, rents have been flat for 10 years. Uh, cost of money has been low for 10 years. But now the cost of money is significantly increased. And you, as a property investor, your cost, you have to pass that on. You're not going to eat it. That's, that's stupid. Um, so, you know, you need to pass it on. What's going on? What do I want to talk about today, particularly as a part two, is let's have a look at this. 14% for houses. And look at this. 16% for units. So tell me right now in the chat, I want you guys to get involved. What do you think? What are the, what's probably the number one reason here? What's the number one reason that units are outpacing and I think will this year outpace the rental growth compared to houses? There's, there's probably two reasons, kind of like, they kind of go hand in hand. But tell me, why? Why do you think units are growing so fast when it comes to the rental income right now uh, in comparison in the last 12 months to houses? There's two reasons why. Two reasons why. Um, and they, they kind of go hand in hand. So tell me in the chat, what do you think? Uh, anyone got an idea? Anyone got a thought? Why is it that uh, we've got this record-breaking? Um, yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, totally too. Um there's probably a third one, but let's chuck it in there. All right, Alison, um, the electricity things are coming in there for sure. Tim, um, the cost. And I think the combination of those two conversations here um, as we go along, um, you know, some costs, some hotelification, yeah, pretty attractive. The the changing, um, and that's one of the one of the things, immigration, lack of supply, yeah, boom. Number one, number one, they are... Um, they're cheaper. Now, cheaper to rent because budgets are getting stretched. The house prices or the house rents have, have, have risen so much that now the alternative is to, to rent something a little, little less expensive. Um, for many renters, renting a house now is not an alternative because the price of rent of houses are out of their control or out of their um, budget or um, capacity to pay for. So um, they're cheaper. So what's going to happen? Um, there's an alternative for um, uh, for people who are on a budget and that's going to really continue to, to compress. And I think, again, this year, the units will outstretch the houses from a cheaper point of view um, as, as we go along into this year, 2023, and probably into 2024. The supply, that's right. Um, and uh, Tim was saying it there, lack of supply, um, lack of supply close to houses, but also the supply issue um, 
is now being compressed. And we're going to talk about why it's being compressed for the apartment space. It was uh, it was very vacant for a while. I'll show you some stats in a minute. So supply is being um, accelerated or removed from the marketplace. Two reasons why. A certain demographic is moving in en masse back into the apartment world and also uh, the world of Airbnb. Um, Airbnb are... Uh, Airbnb are now back for the holiday grabbers, like the, the Airbnb incomes are being, you know, transformed again and taking stock out of the market um, way faster than it can be provided to the market as we go along. Um, so it's cheaper. The supply um, is there. And the third one, certainly it's more, um, let's say it's more attractive, right? Uh, attractive. So, you know, more attractive, it's it's more appealing for a lot of people right now to live in that type of uh, accommodation for what they're up to in a certain demographic, certainly prefers to live in an apartment than live in a house. Uh, and which demographic might that be? What do you guys think? Um, put that in the chat right now. What demographic right now or what um, group of renters is now what I'm calling the second wave of this rental boom and it's going to going to accelerate right now in this first quarter of the year which which demographic which type of renter uh, and I think I mentioned it the other day but I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper on the details of this which type of renter um, is it the mum and dad with two kids is it the single uh, the single worker is is it the dual income couple with no no children you know what what is it what is it um who is it where are they um let's have a bit of a look at who they are and the answer is ladies and gents it's actually it's actually the student population um that is on its way into the country and mass uh the other day i think uh, let's have a quick look at this one here actually i think um there we go check out this all right Demand for accommodation from 50,000 50, students returning to Australia in the next four weeks. Uh, the other day I was doing a calculation when I first saw this information. You know, um, you know, what the, right? Where are they going to live? What's going to go on, folks? All right, this is pretty interesting times here. Um, so 50,000 students pouring back into the Australian market right now for all sorts of reasons on top of on top of um, a number of students returning already uh, when it comes to them not being in Australia for the pandemic all right um, as we go howdy Jeff good to see you mate so where where are they going to live what's going to go on here all right well let's have a bit of a look at this all right so international students um, we're expecting to have 141,000 new students, um, you know, new students at the end of the year for 2023. And I'll show you some numbers in a second. Um, and, um, you know, this is a pretty significant number when it comes to the Australian marketplace. So let's have a bit of a look at what's going on in the world of the students, all right, where right now, if you look at the top here, it says 600 and 
613,000. That was the end of 2022. 613,000 um, students in Australia. This was, you know, the student accommodation or the student population re rebounding after the uh, the pandemic. 613,000, you know, rough numbers. It's going to be another 150 to 200,000 more than that um, now in 2023. So we're looking at seven, like 750 to 800,000 students. Um, and where are they going to go? Tell me in the chat. Um, no, they, they haven't, Alison. The, the politicians are avoiding this com co comment and conversation, um, you know, I've, I've, I haven't seen any commentary. The only commentary I've seen is some lunatic green guy um, saying that we should um, we should make uh, greedy landlords uh, take the hit for for interest rate rises um, and uh, not be able to put your rents up. I think that's lunacy. Um, that doesn't help anybody. But anyway, there you go. I haven't heard anything from those guys or ladies. So tell me in the chat right now where. What's the number one destination in Australia? Let's do the top three destinations for the students, for the students uh, of the world entering Australia to study here and study here for quite a long time. Um, tell me, what are the three top states in Australia that receive the majority of these students? And we're, we're going to have a quick look at something as we bring this into perspective. Uh, what are the top three states? Where are they going to go? Um, and let's have a bit of a look at this stuff when it comes to when it comes to where are they going to live. The question is, where are they going to live? Because right now, um, as I'll show you, vacancy rates in those popular suburbs are already already at crazy vacancy rate lows. Where are the where are the students going to live? Um, What's the state? What's the major states um, as we go along? So let's jump in and have a bit of a look. All right, let's go New South Wales. Yeah, that's pretty big. All right, Victoria. Yeah, okay. Well, if you add those up, yeah, it really goes. It goes New South Wales and Vic pretty well neck and neck and then Queensland. All right, Queensland a long way down. So let's have a look at Victoria. Um, um, the let's have a look at Victoria. Last night, Dr. Andrew Wilson said Victoria um, uh, was affected the most when it came to vacancy and rental um, uh, rental increases and also capital growth. And his his call, which is the same as our call, is like it didn't get the love, uh, and now it's going to get the love because it's one of the most affordable, attractive markets in the Australian marketplace. Plus. It is a absolutely powerhouse destination for the student, the students to go and live and uh, work, uh, and all sorts of things. Let's have a look at what's going on there, Victoria. Where are the ten best places to uh, to hang out and uh, be a student in Victoria? And let's have a bit of a look at these. Um, we've done a few deals in Fitzroy, uh, Brunswick. Um, um, where else? St Kilda. Let's have a bit of a look at a few of these and just have a look at what is going on, right? So, yeah, Melbourne is meant to take over. Um, it was well on track population-wise too, Tim, to take over Sydney. Uh, it's slowed down a little, but I think it'll come back with some vengeance. 
let's have a look at some vacancy rates in these suburbs and then just like ponder this question. Where are they going to live, folks? Let's go and have a look at, um, let's go and have a look at this. Uh, let's go have a look at uh, Brunswick. And something I want to show you uh, in this one here, let's go Brunswick. Check this out. Check this out. So one of the interesting things that I, I, I think about this is like, this was March 2020. Tell me what happened in March 2020, what what landed in the, the whole world, COVID, and check out the vacancy rate, you know, along here, you know, it was, um, you know, low. That was, that was an extremely low vacancy rate, even before COVID, right? Boom, 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 boom. Okay. So now March 2020, what happened? COVID happened. Students go home, like, boom. So the vacancy rate in these spots, in these places, you know, uh, fakely, temporarily spiked because of COVID. It didn't happen everywhere in Australia, but it ha- certainly happened in locations that were student accommodation locations, and I'll show you a couple more. But right now, check this out. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this as of today or close enough to today. Vacancy rate down 20, December 22. What are we going to see when that vacancy rate updates in March? What are we going to see, team? We're going to see it plummet. We're going to see it much lower. Vacancy rates in Brunswick, what does that mean? What does it mean to us as property investors? Well, you can put your rents up. That's what it means because vacancy rate is low, the demand is high, and certainly when we get another, when we get 50,000 students coming back into the country, folks, when we get these 50,000 students Coming into the country, what is going on there? Where are they going to live? A lot of them like to live in places like Brunswick. Um, that's, that vacancy rate's going to go down. Your rents will go up and uh, away we go. So it's interesting to look at some of these stats and then understand where we are. We're now at you know pre-pandemic vacancy rate and it's only going to reduce, which will put some pressure on these places and locations. Let's have a look at, uh, you know, a, a couple of other spots and you'll see the same, um, you'll see the same profile. You'll see the same profile in this student stuff, right? Look, look at this. Okay, there we go. Um, you know, March 1.2, very low vacancy rate before the pandemic. Boom, up it goes. And then now look at this back down under a percent vacancy rate as we go along. And you can have a look at all of those, you know, 10 places um, in in here. Um, yeah, dead right, Jeff, you know, and, um, you know, what you can do in those places um, is, is not buy the student, the actual zoned student accommodation properties because they're terrible for lending and all sorts of things but you can buy in and around the areas and uh, you can get some significant extra rent. I know a, a number of people who uh, will take a two-bedroom apartment and rent it per room, so it's a shared place, and you kind of get a 20 to 30% premium on just renting it as one uh, one thing. So there's some things you can do there as investors as we go along. Um, and uh, what does that mean to us uh, as we go? Literally, let's bring this one to a close as today. What does it mean? Well, it means that there's already 
low supply and the next 12 months, certainly the next three or four months, there's going to be super amounts of pressure with students pouring back into these locations um, and um, depending on what side of the coin you are or which side of the coin, uh, it's going to be positive for your rent. It's going to be positive for um, landlords, not so great for renters. Uh, and one thing last night that was really interesting, and I'll finish with this because we're over time, um, the restriction of a renter paying a certain percentage of them of their salary to rent, there's no restriction to that, but there's a restriction to how much you can use out of your salary for a mortgage. Let that land. There's no restriction of the percentage that you can use to pay the rent, but there is a restriction for you on your salary to pay the mortgage. What does that mean? Well, it means that rents will continue to be under pressure and for a number of years now until we get a increase in supply, that's not going to change. Anyway, there you go. Plenty of other things. I've got 20 other things that I want wanted to, wanted to cover, but it uh, um, takes time to get there. Well, that's about it from me, folks. Hopefully, um, hopefully that made sense. Hopefully made sense. Remember, um, come and join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. I was going to do part two on the servicing. I was going to do part two, a couple of part twos this week, actually, um, on servicing. So make sure you join me tomorrow um, and um, we'll, uh, we'll get into it again. All right, that's it from me. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Adios, folks. Good to see you. Join me tomorrow for another one. Till then, bye for now. You guys take care. And remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Bye, well, don't tell. See you, folks. <laughs>